0: What's up, Age Nation? This is the Almond Gunther Experience Podcast. You got a little remix this week. G-Man's out of the office. Yeah. You got K-Dog filling in for him.
1: <laughs> well, which is good. You know, every now and then we have to let G-Money do what he does. And then we bring in Kansas, a.k.a. K-Dog. So it'll be good. I mean, it's going to be a great show. We're back at the beach, um, which is good because now we can be face-to-face um, like that a little more. And then, you know, K-Dog, this is really a special show.
0: It is, we got a little special guest today, yeah. Miss Katie
1: Cox oh, came yeah. to join us. He snuck his sister in. I yeah. see what you did there, I see how you did it. The that original right
2: Kansas. That's what yeah. I'm talking about, right.
1: original baby. Um, so OG. it's gonna be great, it's gonna be real good. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that, that Katie's here and we're gonna have a fun show.
2: Awesome, I'm excited, thank you for having me.
1: Well, thank you for being a part of, of Age Nation, so.
0: That's right. All right, so we got a big one today, Coach.
1: Yeah, you know, this week we're gonna talk about the word negativity and, and it's so funny, you know, there's no rhyme or reason how I come up with these words. Sometimes I just feel like from the week before or something, because this is not even a word we had, you know, on our list when we created it. Um, but I think it's important because we talked about, you know, what's your mission for the summer and, and how do you get there. And anytime you're on a mission, there's gonna be some negative stuff that come your way. So it's like, how do we deal with it? How do we get beyond it? Um, for me, there's two things that I always think about. First, I have to recognize what's going on. Why am I being negative? So I, I like, like I recognize right off the bat. Like, uh oh, wait a minute, that's not typically how I am. Uh, and then the other thing, I have to react to it. You know, because only I can determine how I'm going to come out of the, come out of that hole, so to speak. So um, I just think it's going to be a great show, and I think it's something that's going to help people. We got seven gemstones, and so we're going to rock it. We're going to rock it. You know. We'll take, them, we'll take it point by point. Let's, right. let's make this Let's
3: dive off into these
1: uh, babies. You know, the, the, the first thing is when I'm thinking about, you know, negativity and, and how, do, how do we, you know, first get past the first hurdle, uh, one thing is I recognize my thoughts. You know, uh, why, why am I thinking this way? Uh, and usually the thing about being negative is it's something that triggers it. It could be a person that you're around. Uh, it could be something that you're doing, like you know, before you get there. Like if you if you have like this negative friend, like just saying their name, you just go ah, oh, ah, mm-hmm. oh, right. So so you know it. So to me, it's all a part of that that thought process. And then so what do you what do you do? For me, I always try to replace um, those thoughts. I notice when it start, I acknowledge it's a pattern because most of the time being negative is a pattern. Like I said, it, it's something that triggers it. You know. Uh, could be something as simple as a word. You hear somebody say a word, and you're like, you you off into uh, the rabbit hole, um, and then for me, you know, I art- articulate what I want to happen. W- what do I want this thing to be? It's like my mission. So at the end of the day, if this is my goal, if I say this is what I want, what am I willing to do to get it? So you know, that that's to me is a, is a big gemstone. It's just first you you got to recognize where you are.
0: Yeah. For real, I always. Uh, feel like an excuse I guess I yeah. always say I'm playing devil's advocate like I'm trying to poke holes to yeah. see if I can right um where's your line there like when do you cross that line and you're going too far
1: well for me I, I always go why do you have to play devil advocate I, I tell people all the time don't worry about if it goes wrong because if it goes wrong here's your decision I'm either going to try to make it better or I'm going to quit or you know What you need to worry about is, what if it goes right? What if you are as good as you really think you are? What if the goals that you set, you really can't hit, though? So don't worry about if it goes wrong. Because the thing is, if it all goes right, now you are successful, right? Mm -hmm. And with success comes expectations. See, now you can't fool someone like you can't do it, like you're not capable, because you just proved that you are. So when I hear someone goes, I'm just playing a double after," I'm like, why? Why? Because the moment you start being negative, I always say this: If you're around five negative people, you're gonna be number six.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: You're gonna be number six. Hundred percent. So when I when I hear the whole devil advocate thing, I'm like, no. Why do we need to go there? You know, because again, if it goes right, <laughs> that's where the real problems start.
2: So. Oh, there's a lot there's a lot in this Isn't there? There is yeah. a lot in that. so I think the as you started to talk the first thing I thought was you're way more mature in your growth in how to control your thoughts than mm-hmm. than I feel like I am as I sit here and that's a conscious decision for us right like right. that first and foremost you have to own like I'm gonna make a choice every day to to try to be positive and things can derail you like it's not you don't make that decision at 6 a.m. and then you're like oh I had a great day today it's a conscious minute-by-minute minute decision and to, to lead positive or not get caught up in negative. And you're right, people and who you surround yourself with is part of that. But the mind's dangerous. It's so, so, so powerful. No and
1: doubt about it.
2: I think for me, I struggle sometimes in not articulating. So you may not know externally that I'm being negative because right. it's all just like, it's up head. here and I'm I'm beating myself up more than anything else. And then it becomes nasty.
1: Well, it's one of those things, Katie, where I say you allow people to walk around in your head with dirty feet and you have white <laughs> carpet. Yeah. You know what I mean? So it goes back to setting your agenda. Mm-hmm. So every morning, what I try to do is set my agenda. Set my like agenda it. for what I want my day to look like, feel like, smell like, be like.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Because if you don't set your agenda, here's what happens. Life. Yeah. People will set your agenda for you. Mm-hmm. So, so if you wake up and there, there's no agenda, oh, trust me, k Dog will put some stuff <laughs> on your plate. Do you know what I mean? yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Like, like, and so that's what happens. So, I think a lot of times, uh, and one of the keys there when you said, like, in your head, it's happening. Oh, you're going to see one of these gems that we have in here <laughs> that's going to nail it right for you. But the first thing is look, understand that nobody gets to live rent free in your head. True. Life is a decision. Whether you are successful or whether you fail, it all boils down to decisions.
2: Mm-hmm. And we can so, change our thought patterns, right? Like that's day. intentional. It just have to be intentional.
1: Immediately. And I mean, and that's the thing. That's why you have to recognize. That's why, for me, it's always about, I recognize immediately what's mm-hmm. going on. And now I get to decide, do I want to stay there or how am I going to react to this? How am I going to react to what's happening right now? Because we all know things happen.
3: Yeah.
1: But I get to control how I come back at mm-hmm. it. And I think that's where people get lost, right? Because if you're around a negative person and then you start to get negative, that person's not going to stop you.
2: No. Oh, gosh, no.
1: Misery loves comedy. Yeah. they they, they, they going to start dancing with you. Mm-hmm. Before you know it, you're out there doing the salsa.
2: There's like camaraderie almost oh, in yeah. negativity, which is not, that's not. That's a good kind of camaraderie. You,
1: be, you become real good friends. Yes. Right? Yes. So, you know, the first thing is, is just recognize it and then decide what do you want, mm-hmm. you know? You, you either want it or you don't. Correct. And then you're either going to do the work to make it happen or you're not. So you know that that's that first gemstone for me, um, which which the second one kind of goes in, into what you're saying. Be your own best friend. Yeah. See see that's the but but here's what's so crazy about when you when you make a statement like be your own best friend that seems like so obvious right, but we're taught the total opposite. Correct. What we're taught is if you're your own best friend, that means you're conceited. Mm-hmm. It means you're only thinking about yourself. Mm-hmm. It makes zero sense to coach. Like see that statement <laughs> makes zero sense to me. Yeah. Because if I don't love me, if I can't cheer for me, how can I expect you to do it?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Like if 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 I beat me up, then yeah, I expect you to be right? Yeah. So you have to be your own friend. That that's part of not being negative. So crazy as it is, I'm telling you every morning, coach get in the mirror. I look at it, man. You ready? You good, baby. Like you today, Like you, you have to give yourself those pep talks. Mm. But you know what most people do? Wait for someone to give them the pep talk.
2: Well, and I think those pep talks, um, I, I, I guess I have experienced this in my life, right? Where you get a lot of accolades for what you're doing. You, I'm, I guess, maybe a project-driven person, and so people will c- commend you on what you're doing. Right. But that's empty too, right? If I'm not okay here, here in my head, or here in my heart, then it's mm-hmm. just words and well, it actually can can feed the negativity more than it helps helps build you up. And so you're right. I it's me versus me to start the day.
1: It is because think about it this way. It's kind of like you're like a parent. A parent tells their kid, you know, they love them, you're doing great. Yeah. But it, but as a kid, you're thinking, "Well, you're my mom or you're my dad, you're supposed to tell me that." So you still don't believe <laughs> yeah. it. You see yeah. what I mean? So so if you have coworkers that, you know, you, you have a good friendship with and you do something and they're telling you it's great, but you're like, yeah, but you're my friend, so of course you're gonna say that. Mm -hmm. So it goes back to, we don't know how to love ourselves. And and that's where it starts. Like If you don't know your value, you'll never have a voice. And the voices you do have will always be in your head, Mm -hmm. telling you things that you really Mm -hmm. shouldn't be hearing. So to me, it's like, take charge, love yourself, be your own best friend, be your own advocate. And when you become your own advocate, it's easy. Yeah. It's it's real easy when, when you know that what you have is meaningful, mm-hmm. it's special, mm-hmm. people need it. Now I can serve. I can serve because my cup runneth over. Correct. can't really serve with a good heart if your cup's empty.
2: So one of my coworkers mm-hmm. yesterday actually just shared with me an analogy about a, an oil lamp. Like, you know, an old oil oh, lamp yeah. that has oil in it and it produces the, the flame, yeah. the light, right? Yeah. And that you should... Share your light, because when the oil is depleted, your light no longer exists, right? And so you got to protect your oil. Your oil is your self-love, and the flame is what you can share. And so if your flame is not, burning, there's there's nothing to be shared. And I was like, that's such a great visual, for for well, spirit. Right? Yeah,
1: because to me, what she's basically saying is, what's on the inside.
2: What's on the inside? I
1: mean, if you don't have it on the inside, it's just no, nobody up. sees it. So, you know, what I like for our listeners to really think about is think about the last time you talked yourself into loving you mm-hmm. like when is the last time you mm-hmm. talked yourself into that like into your dreams instead of out of your dreams yeah because we talk ourselves out of stuff all the time but never into stuff mm-hmm. that comes with love man i you think love. the number
0: one thing i took away uh from love letter actually yeah. drag into this yes. would, would be um I'm not good at you know backing myself, promoting right. myself, my skills, whatever, and I can remember you telling me it's not an ego or bragging if you can do it. That's right. And like that well, changed my whole like process. If you can back it up, it's not an ego. Which, which so, is which yeah. is
1: so crazy because you know okay, so think about what you do, you know, yes. for a living, and in think about what what you know you guys do here, right? There is not a company in the world that doesn't promote what they do. Correct. They could have the worst product in the world, but they tell you it's really good, right? Yeah. But but we as individuals, if we're waking up early, mm-hmm. we're getting it done, we're making sure that we're ready, we don't supposed to say it like 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 so if someone, you know, I, I think I told this story one time on the show where I, I'm speaking at this conference, about thirty five hundred people and you know, we we go through this deal and at the end of it, you know, people come up, they shake your hand and you know, we autograph some books. This guy says to me he goes, so I guess you were pretty fast. I go, yes, I was pretty fast. <laughs> well, no, there's like 7 billion people on the planet. You line up 200 meters, there was only 12 faster than me. No, I know I was fast. Like, I'm not guessing anything mm-hmm. here. What was I supposed to say? Like, well, I, I, yeah, I think so. Like, that makes zero sense. So I think you have to love yourself enough to know your value, know what you bring. And, and if someone asks you, you're telling the truth. hmm because my mother used to say the reason that we don't want people to say what they can really do especially if they're really good that's why people throw around that word be humble be humble be humble she goes because average people don't like being reminded that they're
2: average It's funny that you just brought that up because the whole time you're talking I'm sitting here thinking like sometimes I just work really hard to be humble and so what is what is the what's the line right of but but it all sort of comes back to to what Kevin said which is, if I can back it up, then it's just truth. Then it's fact, right? And it's we're, just, we're not comfortable with that.
1: Yeah, it's, it's just fact. So it, it's kind of <sighs> like, Katie, if you're the best at what you do, you're the best at what you do. Mm-hmm. Like, like I, I can't, like, make you feel okay about the work you're not doing. Mm-hmm. You know, again, yeah. my grandfather would say, don't be mad about the results you're getting from the work you're not doing. So if there's other people <laughs> that's not doing the work, they're <laughs> yeah. getting bad results. Now I'm looking over here and, like, Katie's kicking butt. Well, I don't like Katie, but that's your problem. Yeah, I, you can't slow your roll because because this person's uncomfortable with you being good. That's yeah. right. Makes zero sense because makes there's zero somebody sense. out there who's always competing, mm-hmm. who's always working.
2: Mm-hmm. That might be me. And that's
1: the deal, right? It's like when I used to train; it, it'd be raining, and my mother would go, huh, oh, you gotta come out of the rain." That's right. I said, "Mom, it's not raining everywhere. Hmm. I mean, someone's putting mm-hmm. it in right now." Mm-hmm. So that's why we came up with the whole everyday's Game Day.
2: Everyday's Game Day.
1: Because somebody, I promise you, they put it in. Mm-hmm. And, 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 you go, and you're go and going to go head to head. Mm-hmm. Sooner or later, they put all the big fish in the same pond. That's right. And, and so we'll see who's been doing it, who hasn't yeah. been doing it. And so that's always been my thing is, like, be your own best friend. Like, that's, that's really okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> it really is. Uh, hey, third gemstone. And you, and you know, this is me because, because I'm really a writer who happens to speak, you know, because I'm so nerdy. I, I just like writing. I mean, I'm an information guy. Just happen to be a good you know, athlete, so I'm a superhero because, you know, I'm nerdy. And, you know, I'm an athlete, right? Um, write instead of think. Like, a lot of times when, when, when you start to be like really negative, you just can't stop it. Yep. Like, it's like a waterfall. Like, it just comes, right? So, what I do is I just pull out a pad, man, and I just start writing down stuff. Doesn't have to be in any particular order, but for me, I have to get stuff out. So it's like you said, sometimes there's things in your head, right? People who are with you don't really know that's happening.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You got to get it out of your head. Mm-hmm. Easiest way to get it out of your head, write it down. Just write.
2: Just write. Just write. I've been waiting for this one because I, so. I just this week, coincidentally, started a devotional about getting out of your head. Right, so this is yeah. timely that this mm-hmm. is our conversation. But this morning, the conversation was about worry, and and worry and negativity and how close those things are together. Right. And so the suggestion of the person writing the devotional was to take a shoebox, cut a hole in the top. It's called the worry box. And when you have a thought, you have a negative thought, you yeah. have a worry, write it down, and give it away. Like put it away and something about the physical action I was like that's that will work for me I might have to have a worry box at home and at work and wherever right but it's a place it's a place for it to go
1: and the reason that it will work for you is because you actually see yourself purging mm-hmm. it it's you, you physically see it leaving your head and going mm-hmm. so that's a, that's a great idea but for me I've, I've always been the person I just write it down because I know most of the things that we worry about it's not gonna happen anyway no never happens but we feel like we, we have to do it, and, and so all you're doing is losing time. Mm-hmm. And time is the one thing that you don't get back.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You have to remember, time is the only true measurement of love. It really is, mm-hmm. because you give your time to the things you really love. That's true. So if you yeah. so if you if you're worrying, and, and you just you you worry work, you'll never get that time back. And then you'll find yourself in those moments where you go, God, I wish I had enough time. Well, you would if you would just purge yourself. Other things that's going through your head that's probably not gonna happen. Mm-hmm. So, you know, right? We, we talk about journaling a lot on, on, on the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, because I just think that journaling uh, is something about seeing something in your own handwriting. Great point. And I always tell people, don't, don't type it out, write it. There's some, because that's your words and then you have to own
2: it. Is that, do you set time aside for that or you just do it as, a, as you need it throughout I, the day? I
1: set time aside for it because I'm a writer. Okay. So I, I constantly in my day you know I'll I'll call G Money and send him stuff. I'll oh, do I'm checking this 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 talk out by James Baldwin and I take all these notes, um, but that stuff helps me, mm-hmm. you know. And then when there's things going through my head like how am I gonna you know do this in business or, or change the business to do that, I jot it down. I'm just constantly purging. Okay. Because I don't need that stuff running around. Because there, there's too many things I want to do. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. if I keep all of this junk in my head, you know, negative in, negative out.
3: Yeah. Yeah.
1: I mean, it's hard to be a positive person if you walk around with a ton of negative thoughts. Mm-hmm. So every time they hit me, I'm like, no, you got to go. You got to go. Because I have to make room for what's really important. And for me, it's serving people. Like, you know, if you ask, you know, what's what's the mission of age? It's simply to help people maximize their potential, mm-hmm. whatever well, their potential my mother's- is. You know what I mean? Yeah. So... I, I, don't have time. <laughs> I don't have time to be bogged down with negative things mm-hmm. because I'm really trying to help people know their value, discover their potential, and then use their voice. That's how you really make change mm-hmm. is when people wake up and go, oh, no, no, I do have value, and then speak out. So if, if, if I'm bogged down in my own little world, then I can't do what the mission really is.
0: So right. But I think positivity is contagious too. Oh, if you oh, do that, sure. the person next to you can no okay. do it.
1: And, no doubt. And be... Well, because they see the change. See, that's the beauty. The beauty is like we attract what we attract. Yeah. So if all of a sudden you become this person that, you know, people know that was like, God, that person used to be negative. No, that person's really positive. Okay, what is that person doing? It's like watching an athlete, right? Like at the end of the school year, the athlete was one way, school year starts and it's like, whoa, what what did that kid do? I think that's how it works yeah. in being positive and negative, is that when you start to be a very positive person, people know.
2: But so, it, it's a great comparison to training, right? Oh, totally. I mean, you train to get better, and you're just training your mind. It's just not as visible as a, as a physical transformation in the beginning. With, at some point, it's going to... Well, gonna which is me-
1: so crazy, because the hardest part of physical fitness is mental fitness.
2: Oh, yeah. Think
1: it's, about it. Yeah, oh. It's the moment you wake up, and you tell yourself, self I'm getting to go ready to kick my own butt. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like if you can just get there,
2: yep. You're gonna do the work. That's right.
1: But it's that mental part.
2: Between the alarm and the feet on the floor. Exactly. I, that's my. You know. You all know I'm a morning, early morning exercise person, and that's what I tell everybody. You. Rest. You just gotta put your feet oh. on the floor. When your feet are on the floor, oh. the rest is easy. It's that moment from alarm to feet. That's it. That's
1: tough. I always say the hardest part of physical fitness is mental fitness. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you can just convince yourself that it's really okay to go kick your own butt, mm-hmm. you, you'll you'll get to where you need to be.
2: I and I don't. I probably should read ahead and make sure I'm not jumping ahead. But that I learned, and you helped me with this through Kevin in my time of training with the triathlon. Like I didn't know how hard, how impactful my brain was going to be to oh. that that training. Right. Like I knew my body was about to go through the ringer, but the time you spend you and yourself and a bike, or you and yourself right. in a run. Right. Your head can do some. It was a, it was a conscious fight to be like, what am I doing? Who, who are you that you think you can accomplish this? All of those, those, it's, and it's a it's constant battle. Oh gosh. Like, yes.
1: like it doesn't turn off.
2: Mm-hmm. That's
1: the thing about physical training. I tell people Whew. the mind doesn't turn off. No, Like you get to that point to where your body is starting to question some things and now your mind gets <laughs> yeah. and, and if you let doubt creep in, you're going to, you're going to stop. Yep. See, because here's what you say. I've been there. You, you go, okay. It's just me on this bike anyway. There's nobody looking. <laughs> they don't know that I said I was going to ride 20. Yeah. So if I ride 10, it's okay. See, that's the constant that's it. battle. The, the constant battle yeah. is am I going to do what I said that I'm going to do mm-hmm. or not? That's why you can't let them walk around with dirty feet. That's it. On the white carpet in your head. You can't do it.
0: And like you say, it's going in your head constantly. constantly. So as your body gets more tired, that right. question's getting bigger and that, bigger and yeah.
1: bigger. louder and louder. Mm-hmm. Like now it's, it's echoing, right? Mm-hmm. And, and, and your muscles are hurting and it's like, hey, stop.
3: Mm-hmm. You know, we,
1: we don't do this, right? So that, that's really the key. It's, it's how, do, how do you control your thoughts and then have your thoughts move into your actions. Correct. That's that's where we're trying to be all the time, which ironically enough, you're spot on. How about that? Number four. (laughs) You you gotta ask yourself the tough questions. Mm -hmm. You know, what do I what do I get from from thinking negative? I mean, like that's a great question, right? So when you're being negative, if you just stop and go, well what am I getting out of being negative? Yeah. Right? I mean tough, tough questions, right? Um, what do I lose from thinking negative? Mm. Now here's the big thing. This this is a crazy loss if you think of this. When you start thinking negative, think about all the time that you lose. Mm -hmm. Like if you stay negative for a 24 hour period, do you know how much time you could lose fighting for what you said you really want but now you've lost all this time being negative, you don't get that Mm -hmm. back? Mm -hmm. That's a real hard question to even come to grips with. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. when you are a negative person, just that question alone can have you go, wait a minute, I I really need to do something about being negative because I'm losing so much time. And and, and if you're really negative and and you have friends who call you on it, now you start losing time with your friends. Mm -hmm. Now people don't answer your texts. Mm -hmm. Now people don't wanna be around you. So you start to think about just all the personal connection that you lose just from beating yourself up. Mm So, anytime that stuff starts to happen, if you just ask those hard questions, that's a good kick in the pants. Mm-hmm.
2: Sometimes those questions require hard decisions, right? <laughs> hard actions. And you, you know it. You, you, grow, you grow differently, potentially, than people or places or things, and that requires the, the, asking the question is the first hard step. And then listening to answer, the answer. Is, is
1: well, tough. And, and you have to
2: be honest, right? Yeah.
1: So that's the real key. The key is, you know, my grandfather said, listen, don't ask me any questions if you don't really want to no know the truth. Mm-hmm. Like, if you, if you don't want to really know the answer, mm-hmm. I'm not the guy to ask. So it's when you ask yourself that, and if you're going to be your own best friend, you have to do that. And you have to be willing to, to answer it and then suffer the consequences. That's right. The consequences are what they are. Mm-hmm. And I always say sometimes you just got to walk away. Yes. There, there are some things, man, you just got to walk away from. Which again is hard,
2: mm-hmm.
1: especially if you're a people pleaser. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you're a person who likes to please people, yep. You know, you like to have the pat on the back. It's hard sometimes to let go. But I think there's times, man, you just gotta let it go. Mm-hmm. Like you gotta let it go mm-hmm. because because I'm not growing, you know. You're not growing, you know. Which means now there's no progress. Right. We're not we're not making any changes. We're not making the world better. Mm-hmm. So, I gotta let go. Mm-hmm but that's part of it. That's part of those tough questions that I feel that people, you know, don't wanna ask. Well,
2: we're we're all made, right, of the interactions with people that we've had throughout our whole life. And so, sometimes you've served your purpose, right? We've served, the relationship has served its purpose, the the working relationship has served its purpose, whatever those things may be, they come in different shapes and and sizes, I suppose. But in some cases, for me, that's setting a boundary. Right? Like, for, for, for my health, mentally or physically or whatever that may be I just need to keep on my path and
1: and recognize it
2: it's okay I I mean, mean, and, 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 and it's a heart though thing, but it's okay it is
1: but but you know what it's like and some, there's no right or wrong nobody mm-hmm. has to be wrong no, nobody has gosh. to be right you just have to recognize that okay we've gone as far as we mm-hmm. can go mm-hmm. okay now let's just move on yeah and, and, and that's that's tough it is tough that that's, but but that's where we have to be if we're going to continue to grow and be the people that we say Perfect. that we want to be and reach our potential I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I mean so. I've
0: seen that happen with people in you know our work environment or personal right. environment where you watch two people trying to grow something together yeah. and they just hit this yeah word that we hit the ceiling right but then they split apart and both of them blow up again.
1: Yeah, exactly. and yeah. yeah. I mean, you, because sometimes, you know, I think you, you go through life and there's people that you have to lean on mm-hmm. so you don't fall. Mm-hmm. But once you get your feet under you and you're good, okay,
0: now they've served their purpose. That crutch could be holding you back that's from right. that point on. That's right.
1: So, so they've served their purpose and, and now you have to, you know, continue your growth and hopefully they'll mm-hmm. continue theirs. So Absolutely. that's all part of it. Um, number five, man, d- develop a success routine. And commit to it. And this is what we were talking about in the beginning. Yeah. You got to set your agenda. Yes. Like if, if you, I promise you, okay, don't set your agenda. Watch what happens to mm-hmm. your day. People will blow it up mm-hmm. every single time. So to me, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot about process. You have to trust the process. Yeah. This is my process for winning. This is what I do. I trust my training. Mm-hmm. So it's like training for the, for the triathlon, mm-hmm. right? At some point, when you get into the race, you have to trust your training. For sure. If you start to doubt your training in the middle of it, mm, might not finish. Mm-hmm. And I think that's hard because I think people don't really commit yeah. to their process. Yeah. And for me, that's, that's, that's where I start. It's like, this is what I say I'm gonna do. And, and I always bake in, it's gonna take time. Yeah. Because the things that I reach for and that I want, they're really hard.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: And I really try to stretch. Right? So I bake in. there's gonna be time. Well, how can you not bake that in? Yeah. But I commit and I stay committed to it. And I'm always reevaluating, okay and reshaping all right and, and, and trying to understand where, where do I need to mm-hmm. make the, the difference. you know? Uh, but for a lot of people, it's just that thing of setting an agenda and then have enough value in yourself to stay committed to it and not let someone change it. Yeah. So the fight is, right? Here's the ultimate fight. Every single day, no matter who we are, here's what we're fighting with. On the one hand, should I chase the things that people say I should chase? Mm -hmm. Should I work the job they say I should work? Should I do the things that they say would suit me better? Or on the other hand, do I chase my destiny? Mm
3: -hmm.
1: See, that's the real fight. That's the fight that every single person, every day, that's the one we're fighting. Mm Because over here, I want to fit in. I want to have friends. I want you. I want people to like me. But over here, this is what God intended me to be, mm-hmm. and it might not mesh up with that. Well, the
2: journey to that calling sometimes, it's it's ever evolving, right? It's ever changing. Totally. And so, where I am today and what what this path looks like today, a year from now may look different. But but. The, and purpose is the same, we just don't know what that tracks Sometimes it's a mountain, sometimes it's a valley.
1: And, and the beauty of what you just said is we can get there different ways. Absolutely. And that's why you have to stay committed. Mm-hmm. There's like no one way to get mm-hmm. there, it, you know, but I can tell you this, if you don't stay committed, you're not gonna get there. Yeah. So set your agenda and commit. And, and it's it's like halftime mm-hmm. to, to, to a sporting event, right? That's when you make adjustments. Mm-hmm. So you make the proper adjustments, and you. but I'm still committed to this goal.
2: For sure, sometimes I feel like the days are long, but the journey is short. Yes. And, and so that's why you do have to stay the course is, there are days you don't, you said it, every day is game day and you have mm-hmm. to approach it that way. And sometimes those days are hard. Yeah. And those I mean, 24 hours feel like 48 or well, 72.
1: <laughs> yeah, because sometimes you only move it a half inch, yes. you know? Yeah. Yeah. So, and sometimes you barely move it, mm-hmm. and in other days you, you, you move it a mile. Mm-hmm. You know, but the, but the key is is we have to keep moving it. Yes. You you can't you can't stop moving it. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, so that you know that's how we continue to grind. Um, the other thing is focus on gratitude. Number six is a big one. Like my my mother used to say, okay, you think you got it bad? All right, I can show you some bad stuff. So what I've mm-hmm. learned to do is. Thank God for my problems, because there's some people with some problems I do not want. You're right. Mm-hmm. So you, you have to be grateful, like like just and 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 being grateful to me is the little everyday things, like the ability to be able to wake up and get out of bed. Mm-hmm. How can you not be grateful mm-hmm. for that? Mm-hmm. Like it's like being on the beach, um, like on Mondays and Wednesdays when we're doing the camp. I usually now do you know send a tweet from there or something, and, and I'm always thinking. Look at my office window today. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like how many people have this office view, right? So I've learned to be grateful for all of those things that you just take for granted. And I think that's the thing that COVID did more than anything.
3: Mm.
1: It really did. Mm-hmm. I think it exposed just how ungrateful we were. Just yeah. the ability mm-hmm. to go to a restaurant. Mm-hmm. Just the ability to like meet up with your friends.
2: We just took it for granted.
1: So I think there were so many things that we thought we'd always have. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden we woke up one day and those things weren't available. Mm -hmm. And then people got restless Mm -hmm. and then they got frustrated Mm
3: -hmm.
1: and then they wanted it back. But, but it goes back to, and and so when people said, you know, I want to just go back to normal. Really? I don't. Because normal just proved that we weren't grateful. Yeah. It it just proved that we didn't appreciate each other. Mm -hmm. We we got to be better than that. So I think gratitude is everything, and it's and it's learning how to you know, to give. You know what? You, we all receive great stuff every day. Absolutely. So how can you not give that up? How can you not give that back? Like, are you kidding me?
2: I, well, so grad, I have a couple of thoughts. One is you're talking about your your ocean view office. Mm-hmm. I have a build. I, I go to work in a building that there's no windows in our office. So mm-hmm. like I am. I, I am insanely jealous of your view because I, I see a wall, right? But on the flip side of that, I walk into a football stadium every day as my office and right. there's someone who would give anything to have that as yes. their office, right? Yes. So it's just a matter of perspective and you can't get caught up in what you don't have. Right. You have to, to change the perspective to, to what you do have and that's where gratitude
1: well, comes in. not only does gratitude come in there, but the things that, you know, if you focus on what you do have mm-hmm. and then how to make those things better. Mm-hmm. So before you know it, you ended up having some stuff that, you know what, you didn't have.
3: Yeah.
1: You know, it, it, it's like, you know, growing up, think about it. You know, you, you, you grew up in a place like Kansas was as small as Baldwin. You guys had like 800 people. <laughs> yeah. I think in my town we had, you know, 1,000, maybe, maybe yeah. 1,100. And in your head, growing up in that situation, you go, okay, well, I just want the big city. But then the yeah. people in the big city, they want Kansas. Yeah. You, know, you understand what I'm yeah. saying? Yep. So, so it's all perspective. But if you learn hard work, and you learn how to be committed to something, you can get all of that. Mm-hmm. You, you can go to the big city and do your thing. You can then go back to the little, little town and do yeah. your thing. And I think that's what it is, is that continued growth. How do I, you know, if there's things that I wish I had, am I working toward those things? Mm-hmm. Or am I just wishing? Yeah. Am I really committed to those things? Or do I want someone to give them to me?
3: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, so, so that's two different things. It's like It's about setting goals and then, you know, sacrificing all that you have. To get to it, which, if you do that, I think you get to number seven of the gems, you know, which is bring some positivity to someone else's life. I mean, if, if you're in a funk, I mean, if you're really in a funk and you want to get out of a funk, help somebody. Oh, for sure. Help somebody. If, if you feel like, you know, you got it bad, it's not quite going your way,
3: mm-hmm.
1: help someone. Be willing to, you know, be positive, you know, be, be a source of inspiration for someone else. Which I think we all need. Like I always say, man, if every person just helped one person, no one would need any help. Yeah. And it's so easy to do because it doesn't cost anything to be kind.
2: Mm-mm. Mm-mm.
1: Like, this, this, it doesn't cost anything. I mean, you can give it for You're free. right. Yeah. yeah.
2: And I think sometimes that act of kindness is as small as smiling at someone or saying good yes. morning. Or it doesn't... It doesn't have to be a big, like, go out of your way to, to do an act of service. It's just be a good human and just love love people, pe- That's it. period. You just know, love
1: people. I, I'm the master of, of, of having people, you know, if I'm walking down the street and I'm like, you, you, we got to speak. Like, you got to say yeah. hello because to me, a hello is the start of all the conversation. Mm-hmm. That's how you make the change. So in my neighborhood there's this guy we call him Mr. Oklahoma because he always wears his Oklahoma hat and <laughs> he's got Oklahoma flag on, on, his, on his house and so we're rolling by and, and, and he walks but he won't even make eye contact like he just so he never like waves or anything so I'm like no he's going to speak to me mm-hmm. so Bevy's like nah I've been here like 18 years I mean the guy, <laughs> the guy he, just, he just doesn't say nah I got this so one day sure enough man I rolled in, just pulled in the driveway, and I see him coming. He's gonna come out of a little cul-de-sac, he's gonna walk around, you know. he's gonna walk, make his little walk, and go out the other way. I go to the mailbox. The mailman's <laughs> not there, but I go to the mailbox. And as he's coming, just as loud as he could, hey, hello, how you doing? And he just, hey, how you, so I tell her, hey, Mr. Oklahoma spoke, she's like,
2: no. No way. <laughs> I said,
1: oh yeah. So kid you not. I get get, A couple days later, I get ready to leave. It's early in the morning. He's Mm -hmm. walking. She walks me out. He comes in the cul-de-sac. He goes, hey, how you doing? I go, I'm good, man. And she goes, oh, my God. And that was a legitimate hey. Like he was really smart. Like he was engaged. But now it's the start of something. So every time he sees me, you know. Mm -hmm. But that, to me, is what being positive is all about.
2: Yeah, I think, so... It's, I struggle with that sometimes, right? Because I we go back to where we started, which is you have to be mindful of what's what's happening in your head, right? So if I'm problem solving, I think sometimes my face is shut down, like, don't say hi to me. Right. But you speaking to me in that manner may, may shake me out of whatever's exactly. happening internally. And sometimes I think that comes from a, a stranger. Like, you yeah. they, you never are able to right. thank them or be grateful right. for what they've done for your day. Um, and so... I, you know, I think I try to be that way. I'm going to say hello. I'm going to talk to people I encounter, whether it's service industry or people I know. Like, for the most part, just say hi. Saying well, hi is really easy.
1: I'm telling you, I, I just think a simple hello mm. really can change a person's everything. day. It, it can change everything because I, I, I think that that's where real communication starts. Mm-hmm. And, and, and if you can't, <laughs> like, if you can't just say hello to someone, mm. there's an issue. Yeah. And, and, and I, you know, it's one of my pet peeves. Like, if, if, if I say hello and someone don't, in my head, I literally go, "You have no home training." Mm-hmm. That's what, mm-hmm. I, seriously, mm-hmm. that's what goes through my head at mm-hmm. that moment. It's like you have no. How can you not say hello to someone? <laughs> um, but, but I think those little things, as simple yeah. as they are. That's how you connect to being positive.
2: I so I did a test when we you know when when the world shut down and I couldn't go to the gym anymore and I had to work out outside. I said good morning to every person I encountered on the street and was surprised at how few people said it back. And so then it became like, then it became a game. Oh right, yeah. like now I'm gonna say I'm gonna say it to everybody. That's right. Everywhere I go, and it it gets better, and you would see the same people because you'd be in the same routine at the same time, and those people started to communicate with you in the morning. But when it was a new person, it's almost startling to them that someone's going to, you know, you're running or you're riding your bike or whatever, and they're like, wait, they spoke. They spoke. What what am I supposed
1: to do? Well, just say
0: hi back. Well, this is how it starts. Well, you know what? Good it's, it's so
1: crazy, right? It, it's like being it's like going through the checkout line at a Publix yes. or, or and, and you say hello to the cashier mm-hmm. or you say hey, is your manager here? And, and then you tell the manager how great like the manager is shocked that you take yeah. the time to give positive feedback. Yes. I'm like, that shouldn't be like an exception. Mm-hmm. That should be the rule. Mm-hmm. -hmm. But it's it's one of those things where we take for granted, Mm
2: -hmm. and we can be the change just by opening our mouth.
0: Exactly. Because I I, mostly I think it's a domino effect too. Like you said, hi, Mr. Oklahoma. I would almost guarantee he said hi to somebody later that day because you were in his head with it. Where then it's just pay it forward. Exactly.
1: No doubt about it. And it's funny because I've seen him like three or four times since then, and I'm telling you, he's got the biggest smile. He's Mm -hmm. like hello, and and Mm -hmm. you go okay okay I knew it was in there mm-hmm. but you have to also take the time to do it like you yeah. got to be the change that you want to see That's so right. for me I can't sit and complain that Mr. Oklahoma doesn't speak if I'm not gonna speak, speak. Yes. you know what I mean yes. if, I, if I'm just gonna take what he's giving No, nah, brother you you can't we can't what be on the same street we're in the same neighborhood. Come on now you may need me down the road okay. so we got to be able to connect um, mm-hmm. so to me just just being positive and, and being in someone's life uh, in a positive way I think it, it can change everything yeah. so so when I when I think about you know just negativity and, and, and where it sits in a lot of our lives look just recognize and react you know if, if you want something different then do something different mm-hmm. um, it doesn't have to take up space mm-hmm. in your head mm-hmm. and it doesn't have to live there for long periods of time mm-hmm. because you lose a lot if it does um, so you know, like like on our shows, it's just it's just always about how do we help people be better, you know? And hopefully these seven gemstones, some some one of them will connect with someone. Go, sure. Oh yeah. Okay, got it, got it, G man. That's why we will roll, and that's why we do what we do. Um, so having, man. Your sister, yeah. Mm-hmm, that's right. She brings it. She brings it. I see. I see what they do in Kansas. Just... I see how they do it out there. Um, It's a family thing. Yeah, just so great having you. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for having me. Your brother's, he's the man. Mm -hmm. You know, I I couldn't really do what I do without having him and and, and G Money and all these guys, but um, they make it easy for me. They make it easy for me. I think it's a great
2: team out out here. I hear a lot of positive reinforcement on everybody on this team and yeah. how good everybody is and they play their part and so I think that's that's what makes it a dream a dream team out here. Yeah,
1: yeah, right. we we, we kind of know what we need <laughs> to do and uh you know but you know we empower each other. Mm-hmm. We empower each other mm-hmm. to be to be the best versions of ourselves so um, that's how we roll. That's
0: right. All right, well that brings us to we got an MVP this we, week. K-Dog. This is the, this is
1: probably the easiest MVP pick I ever had on the show and what well, we're about 80 shows in somewhere in there
2: it's gotta be Katie Cox oh
3: gosh I don't even
2: know what the MVP uh, is I mean I know what MVP is but Uh,
1: well MVP in our world is totally different because it's maximum velocity performance oh wow and that would that would be you bringing it hot up in here, Katie. Oh, thank I mean, you. Hey, thank she doesn't even know.
2: Little Kansas no, do not
1: even know, brother. No, I know. She's like, well, I know what MVP is. Well, not in our world. Not in your world. <laughs> in I, world. I
2: figured it wasn't yeah, the same as yeah, what
1: I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> our world's totally different. It has to be Katie. Are you
2: kidding? I agree. Well,
1: number one, just because of the stories that you've told me about Katie, and then her doing a triathlon and, and just working through a whole bunch of stuff to get to where she wants to be. Dude, how can it not? <laughs> so how sweet. can it Thank not? You. I mean, uh, you just got to keep doing what you're doing. Day by like, day. Like, tr- trust the process, don't mm-hmm. get ahead of it, and just mm-hmm. know that, you know, this is what we do, and we do it every day.
2: And change is doable. I think oh. that's the greatest thing I learned. in And yes. honestly, it's been a decade of transformation. Um, you had to do it every day. But you were so spot on about that, but you can change. No doubt can, about it. And habits drive that, and, I mean, I think to... to of tie it all together right i had a lot of people bring a lot of positivity right. to my life when i needed it and that made all the difference in the world
1: well it's called making you know making a decision mm-hmm. and, and i think what you did was you made a decision mm-hmm. you made a decision what you wanted for your life and you mm-hmm. set an agenda for your life and and you and, and you did it you yeah. trust that process so uh we're grateful to have well, you thank here. you for having me you, 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 it was you, fun you, to
2: do this you today. are a
1: heck of an mvp and a k dog, thank you for thinking, hey, I'm going to try to get Katie to come (laughs) in. It was so perfect when he said it. I'm like, oh, dude, that would be, I told him, home run. (laughs) I'm like, Katie, that would be a home run because, I mean, you know, like I said, I know your story. I know what you've done and how you've worked. And I'm like, talk about overcoming negativity and and, and all these things. Um, You've done it. Well, and thank
2: you for the encouragement because there were some particularly rough running days that you you coached me through so well, thank you very much. Well, you
1: know that's what we do here baby, you know. We that's how we do it. Um hey listen. Age Nation connect with us, you know, com. you know, check out our podcast, go to our website. You need it, we got it. Um and as we like to say, everyday's game day. Every Catch day you next day. week. Got her out.